What'd you think of that Breaking Bad Popcorners commercial? Uh, it was the highlight of videos you sent me last week. Yeah. <laughs> highlight of the big game. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's where I saw it, for sure. Yeah, we all saw it there. More Breaking Bad products should exist. Like They should be sponsoring all kinds of shit. I would buy it instantly. How many flavors have you tried so far? All 38 of them. It's only seven. Yeah, but I had a couple of them like three times. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it counts twice. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're not bad, though. Did you actually buy any? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Tried like three of the flavors. <laughs> How were they? Yeah, they're good. It's like just smashed up popcorn into a chip. It's pretty good. Cool. Yeah. Did you get the one that Jesse's eating in the commercial, the blue bag? I did, yeah, of course. Awesome. That one was good. Tried the green one, the sea salt one. That one's sugar-free, so. Oh, nice. Yeah. That one's my favorite. You can try then. that one. It's a kettle corn one. That one was just so-so. I'm not a kettle corn fan. But yeah, fan. the white cheddar was good. What's that? I'm not a big kettle corn fan. Yeah, neither am I. It's just like sweet, shitty popcorn. Why aren't you hiring Walter White and Jesse Pinkman for all Acme ads? Ooh, get combo. If you hire combo, I will buy anything from Acme. Yeah. I should, yeah, Guaranteed. combo. <laughs> yeah. Should, yeah. Church. It's good marketing strategy. <laughs> DH Jesse Pinkman for this Acme commercial. Sure Acme could but, afford yeah. those guys. I'm sure they could. Pitch it to the woman who sexually harassed you and then tell her you won't go to corporate or HR for the sexual harassment as long as she approves this uh, ad campaign. Hire Brian Cranston and Jesse Pinkman and stock their tequila or whatever the fuck they sell. They're like partners in a tequila selling business also. Oh. I don't think they use the characters in that. They probably have to go through AMC for all that. But, you know, still. I mean, you just put Brian Cranston in a fedora hat and everyone assumes it's Heisenberg. It works. That's true, yeah. We all know what it's supposed to be. Right. Man, so, so the website, the past couple days, I was trying to get these books read, like, Friday night. Like, there's this pop-up, and normally... Anytime I use that website, there's a pop-up, and I just, like, click once on the page. It'll redirect me to whatever that thing is that's maliciously, like, farming all of my data. And then I'll yeah, just be yeah. able to read through everything on the page. No problems. But I kept getting this one that was a full-screen fucking ad pop-up thing. And I would keep trying to, like, hit the little X in the corner, or hit decline, or not now, or fucking go for it, whatever the fuck it was. I tried every fucking option. And it would not leave the screen no matter what I was hitting. So it was a full page. So I couldn't read anything behind it. And I had yeah. that on there for like three days straight. And then finally today, I got these three. And I was like, all right, I'm not fucking around. One's in the lower right-hand corner. One's in the upper right-hand corner. And one's right in the fucking middle of the page. But I could at least like awkwardly and slowly read between those so it's like all right, i'm just going with this this will have to work so i only got through three and a half pages or three and a half issues oh, of which is okay oh man okay 
I only made it through two issues of Witches. Oh, nice. I thought I'd have more time, but I didn't get to it today. Um, yeah, that that website has been. I've I've been getting the same issue. I'm using a browser called Brave. Um, if you download that, they have like all the it's it's free, and they have like all this ad blocking shit. But even that seems to be not like working as well as it used to. Um, because there's like one thing I have to like let through like you can't block scripts or the images won't load and so i usually have everything else blocked like pop-ups and stuff but for some reason it keeps like you know still happening but yeah i've been getting that one where it just would have a full screen so i just go back and click again and go back and click again until it works i was good so yeah it's very tedious with that yeah i know yeah i was like it's frustrating Originally yesterday when I was trying to read them, or like last night, this morning, I was like, all right, if this doesn't work, I'm officially quitting this show, and uh, it's just going to be Donnie <laughs> and Ralph taking over. Well, you can still watch Nightman. I can do that part, yeah. Yeah, also, gotta watch Nightman. Did you realize last week was episode 200? We didn't make any fuss about that at all. Yeah, I, I realized it when I was uh, putting the files onto the folder and had to label it 200. It's like, yeah. oh shit, I forgot about that. We're slacking yeah, on our 200. nonsensical, arbitrary celebration days. Yeah. 213, though, that's when we'll celebrate it. Look out. Okay, yeah. That work, That works. The real celebration number. Yeah. We'll have to celebrate it for Nightman, I guess. The final episode. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously, that's we'll be celebrating. Well, it won't be a celebration. It'll be an episode It'll of morning. A- it will be, yeah. But anyway, you ready to get this night train on the track? Yeah, all aboard. Woo woo. Whoops. Jurassic Black Tongues Comics, aka Night Talk, for a couple more weeks at least. It's I, Dave. And I'm Donnie. This week we're talking about Nightman, we're talking about witches, and KFC across the universe. So yeah, let's let's get into Night Talk. Night Talk! So we have uh, three more to talk about. So most important thing, I think, from this entire episode... Best, yeah. best, catchiest song ever, I think. Or oh, as, at like least it's up there. It? It's up there in the like the top two or three. Yeah. I don't, I wouldn't put it above the Touch My Body song. That song is the, that's, that's my favorite by far still. But yeah, it was, it was good. I like that Devil Made Me Do It song. I fucking love that song. Like, I thought that was a weird scene too when they were playing it because it seemed like they were playing for a crowd when they were playing it, right? <laughs> I was so that's what like, I thought originally, and then, and then like, and then yeah. at the end of it, there's like two people clapping, and I'm like, "How the fuck is this getting such a shitty ovation?" And then they reveal like, "Oh, this is just rehearsal. It's we'll like, see you later, yeah. Johnny." Like, it's like so this uh, this agent comes to talk to Johnny, and you see the window. It's like broad daylight. It's like three in the afternoon when they finish the set, and but, uh, apparently it's, like, it's a oh, dress okay. rehearsal because Re- the they're chairs all are on the table. They're yeah. all dressed as if they're performing. I guess weird. It was jarring, yeah. It didn't really didn't make sense, but yeah, but it was fun. 
Um, going back to the beginning, though, like Johnny is uh, cha- Johnny has two confirmed kills in this episode as well. Like you see the ghosts leave their body and they're like the- escorted to heaven by the angel of death. Or that's why the fuck is happening. That's my first note in this is that the uh, nightman bloodthirstiness has returned. Thank God. Oh, yeah. He's like he's like telling this guy before he kills him, like, I'm going to send you to the gas chamber. And, and then like, instead of that, he line. just shivs him to death. Yeah, he just shoves a pipe in his chest. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty good kill. I like that one a lot. That has to be one of his more brutal fucking kills ever, right? He shoved a fucking steel pipe through a dude's chest. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Then he stabs a dude later, I think, right? Was it a stabbing? I thought he just scared that guy to death. I missed that one. Well, he, I th- I'm pretty sure he somehow got a hold of the, of the knife and it ended up in the guy that the guy was using to fight but anyway okay, he does kill two people for sure because all right because all i saw was like that guy had the knife in his, the sword or knife or whatever the dagger in his hand and he attacked him and johnny like karate kicked him and he dropped it and then the next thing i saw the guy was on the ground and the ghost was coming up and i was like what the fuck did he kick him so hard <laughs> in the hand that it killed him yeah he kicked his soul out of his body i was i was reading while watching this so i didn't i missed whatever oh, okay. actually happened there oh yeah it, i think he stabbed him or something but maybe like this is Johnny's first kills. Like we didn't see the guy who he melted with the neutrino gun. You know, we didn't see his ghost leave his body. And in this episode, we're like watching people's ghosts leave their body. So maybe, maybe it wasn't a murder back then. Uh, maybe those guys just <laughs> didn't make deals with the dark angels. I would assume. Maybe not. Yeah. Well, maybe they should. They would have fared a little better probably I, I think we're safe in assuming that, that neutrino gun is a 1000 percent execution <laughs> well yeah, it melted the like motherfucker dust yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah i just like that gas chamber line that's that's pretty specific um nightman would make a good like dead by daylight killer also like in that first <laughs> scene awesome. where he's just like stalking people and like invisible and like revealing himself like dramatically he was really like being a menace in the in that first season it was pretty good dude fuck they really need to put him in dead by daylight it'd be so funny trying to think who who would be the uh survivor in the Lightman dlc pack probably briani or old Riani or frank or yeah maybe raleigh would be good raleigh would be a good one probably because he could he could like invent some nonsense and stuff he can like find a key and like make a 3d rendering of it for some reason on this computer and then like figure out what it goes to i love like 90s computer stuff it's so funny like why do you need to make the 3d rendering to get those numbers that were filed off i i guess i don't know how that works but all right (laughs) cool and johnny's like upset that he killed somebody too which like i don't know why it's that's a problem now yeah normally it's like water under the bridge not that big a deal a day in the life Not no unusual. worries yeah but this one's this one's eating him up inside because it reminds him of how frank got killed keeps lashing out at new raleigh and like getting physical with him every time he gets sad about his dad being dead for some reason now i don't know why he does that and um speaking of his dad we have a flashback to like young Johnny. frank yeah we saw young frank in this flashback where johnny is being born with his twin brother, I guess, who's, I 
who's not keys and is just like a it's just some man. dude named paul like what the just fuck paul yeah I was like, so how the like, fuck is it not keys so, yeah, i don't understand like they couldn't hire tig the actor who played tig to be in like one more fucking episode i guess like what the hell because they implied so heavily in that last episode with keys that he was his fucking secret evil brother and then that's just completely gone from this episode as just some random asshole named paul who just happens to be his fucking twin brother that young frank had to sacrifice in exchange to save his life his wife's life yeah and johnny's and he had to make a deal with the devil apparently this is you know they gotta like talk to the ghost of frank and be like what, what's going on here that that actor who played young frank though like he didn't really look like frank i didn't really buy it then but then he talked he really had the cadence down of frank you could tell he like watched that first season and really get the 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 voice down the way he's talking it's pretty good it's pretty good voice acting of young frank let's see johnny's proposition by the devil to like be famous or something and johnny's like no it's like how'd you how'd you even hear my music i've never seen you at house of soul and it's like he has like albums released i don't know what it's not that weird that someone would hear his <laughs> yeah, music yeah. <laughs> without being in house of soul it's such an weird... album with like this awesome cover on it <laughs> well i mean that to be fair that was just a shittily burned cd so maybe he hasn't like mass produced him yet but he's like oh, maybe the not. most world famous saxophone player ever I would think he's got a couple albums under his belt. You would think, yeah. I wish I wish more musical artists would be shocked that people have heard their music when they haven't seen them play live. Like I thought this was the first step in fandom. <laughs> so you come see us live, not that you download a song or two or watch a video on YouTube. I haven't seen you at any of my concerts. I haven't noticed you in the crowd. How the fuck do you know yeah. who I am? You don't, how do you know my music? I'm very suspicious now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What else? Oh, we had a, a scene of Johnny landing from his flight and he, he's, he's getting really good at that. It's, it's like smooth now, like how he lands. Like, I, I don't know if we've seen like such a smooth landing um, or any landing at all. Really. We just kind of see him flying around before, but yeah, it was really, he's getting good at it. He's getting better at it. Well, with all that practice, I guess. Yeah, it's perfecting his craft. Oh, and um, so like I, I'm totally lost in the story. Like once they get to the point where like, so so there's a second killer, and he has to like he's killing um it's Brianni. This is brother, right? Caleb and, and oh, Jacobs. So that guy is his brother, then. Yeah, that's Jacob. Caleb oh, was he's, he's Caleb Caleb's was the guy who murdered brother. the little okay. girls. And then Jacob's the one who brother. has the secret Briani murder room. Right, right, right. He's not so he's not Johnny's brother. Okay. No, no, he's Caleb. More confused. Yeah. Got it. Too many brothers. I can only have one brother relationship at a time in one episode. It's hard to keep track of. But anyway, he's um you know, he's he's in he's there to like kill a cop. Like he can't be that bad, you know. He's a but hero. He's more of a hero than yeah. Johnny Domino. Right, yeah, he's killing cops and stuff. It seems fine. It's not a big deal. But Johnny kills him, and then he meets, like, Dark Nightman at the end, who's supposed to be Paul, I guess. And Paul somehow got the same suit as him. Unless it's just, like, a figment of his imagination, Paul, or, like, this devil guy's 
creation or something. I, that's where it kind of lost me is like this, the last like scene or two of this, it's like, I, I don't know what's going on here. Like this guy, the, the devil is um involved somehow. And so like the angel did he ever black say, and then becomes white. Did he ever say he was the devil? I just kept hearing him refer to himself as a dark angel, not one of the light angels. Oh, maybe it is a dark angel then. Yeah. Cause, cause Johnny's cool with the devil. That's already happened. They, he's on good terms with the devil. Also, what was his name? Was it Orcus or was it Marcus? Because when Johnny was referred to him, it sounded like he kept calling him Marcus. But when the lady, the angel bringer of death lady at the end, whenever she would say his name, it sounded like she kept calling him Orcus. And I couldn't tell what the fuck his name was supposed to be. Uh, I don't know. One of those two, I guess. I'm going I guess I thought it was Marcus, but... I'm sure Johnny Domino is the, he's using the canon pronunciation. I would think, yeah. He's probably the more reliable source of the two. I don't even understand what the, this dark angel entity is. Cause it was like dark and then it became white. And then it, she like saves Johnny from this hell that he's in, I guess, or wherever the fuck he was. I didn't understand any of this. This is where the episode lost me during this big, like, battle like johnny gets locked into some like alternate dimension kind of thing yeah and the guy's like oh it's time to make a deal with me you can take this one doorway which will get you right where caleb is about to stab Rihanna in the face or you can go through this other door and it'll give you every riches you've ever dreamed about and obviously johnny goes to the one with the 50 50 chance of saving Briani. And then he's like, you could never come back and find me again. And then immediately after he like kills yeah. that guy, he just opens the door, just gets right back in there. And the guy's like, like the door it was, was a trick. There. How was, why, what the fuck? Why but, would you say that? The door was like, didn't disappear or anything. But it wasn't the like, same like nice CGI background. It didn't change. And the guy's like, ha ha, it was a trap. Now you're going to fight your Magnus. It's like an Adam Warlock Magnus kind of storyline where we have an evil nightman and then he just immediately the lady angel comes and takes one for the team and gets hit by a blast and turns good i i was so confused by all of this <laughs> was, showdown it, like i was following up, up until like he goes back into the door like what i i get it like okay you're talking to the devil he's like oh no everything or save your friend okay johnny's very noble he picks that door obviously okay got it but then he like saves his friend and just immediately runs back outside. And it's like, oh, the, the, the magic door is still there. I'm just going to go back through. And they're like, ha ha, I tricked you. What? Now the now fight yourself or something. It, it, fuck, man. That was like, they really went off the rails like crazy in like the last five minutes of this. It's hard to follow. Yeah. But classic Nightman. Nightman versus Nightman again. I had to look up that. Uh, Nightman action figure that had the alternate color to see if they were referencing that. They are not. It's not the Ultra Force version color of Nightman. Uh, the suit. So it's just just a black version, I guess, with the blue eye. Hmm. Yeah, I, I thought they were referencing that. It's a. They had to have done some kind of storyline where they had Nightman versus an evil Nightman. That. Didn't we read one like that with the Rhea Ryan and then did some kind of like spell to one of them and they started fighting? Oh, each other? yeah, I think we did. Yeah. 
But they had like death mask masquerading as Nightman as well. So it's like this isn't even this is not really the first time we've seen like Nightman versus himself. Though I guess at this point it's more of a inner demons, I guess. But I mean, fun episode though. I enjoyed it. Do you have anything else about it? I do. Uh okay. Part of that lashing out at uh New Rolly. Jody starts randomly blaming Frank for killing his mom just because she couldn't tell him about his twin brother before he goes back into that flashback to see the deal Frank had to make. Yeah. That was was different. Um, I I didn't get that part either. I didn't get that sense. So there's there's a dude named Jonah who's that guy at the House of Soul during the day practice. And he's the one who gives the business card for the booking agent to Johnny. And Johnny goes over to the booking agents, and then it turns out the booking agent is the Dark Angel, Mr. Marcus, or Orcus, whatever his name was. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, I don't think this was that normal cop that's always, like, at Brianni's side, like, her, her sidekick guy. I think this was yeah. just, like, a different beat cop guy. But he just randomly shows up at uh, Caleb and Jacob's mom's place, Mrs. Collum's. And uh, they're like, all right, I'm going to check out your son's bedroom. She's like, oh, no, please don't do that. I don't think he'd be happy if you moved his things around. She never once asks him for a search warrant or anything. She just immediately lets him go in there and start rummaging through all his shit. And then he finds this, like, secret uh, hallway in there, which opens up the door to uh, this awesome Briani murder room with all these pictures of Briani from the newspaper and he's like crossed out her eyes and like fucking drawn like red X's over her picture everywhere. Yeah. He shows up to Briani's apartment somehow and he's it's not a knife. He's got like a fucking full on like medieval dagger in his hands that he's gonna be attempting to kill her with. But she's a cop who clearly has a gun at all times. I don't know how he thought this was going to, like, work out in his favor. Well, it did. I mean, she didn't use the gun, shockingly. Yeah. Because it looked like she was... it looked like stupid. It looked like she was in her, like, in the middle of changing clothes for the night, because she's just wearing a bra and, like, pants for some reason. Didn't have her gun on her, so... He got lucky, got her at the exact perfect time. Yeah, that's true. She did just, like, drop her pants awkwardly and was wearing, like, a nightgown underneath her clothes for some reason i I don't know i don't really get what that outfit is comfortable i i guess yeah so i guess just at work you're wearing a nightgown underneath your in case you get a couple minutes where you can nap i guess totally makes true makes sense yeah okay that checks out yeah good stuff yeah good episode great song yeah confusing story especially at the end but yeah it was uh it's amusing you'll be it'll it'll hold your attention i'm sure all right um let's see speaking of anybody eat chicken or anything i don't think anyone ate anything in there damn it why isn't this the episode where they eat like ribs or fast food or something anyway kfc across the universe Read some fucking- keep pressing the wrong button Okay, KFC across the universe. What did you think about this? It was magical and quick. It was quick. Yeah, I like that. Like, the Green Lantern force really gives a shit about 
like zingers and having people try the new zinger sandwich from kfc i vaguely remember those things i think they were just like a single chicken chicken tender on like a mini bun with a sauce i think that's what those were are i i was in thailand and it was when, when like this was a thing and I mean, it probably still is a thing, but I, I had zingers in Thailand the most. And there it was, it was just like a chicken sandwich that was spicy, kind of. But yeah, it was good. I liked the zingers. I would I would order them. Would you be like, Lafferies and try to order all of them in existence for yourself? Um, I probably would, but only like the Thailand version. I like KFC is so good in Thailand, but it fucking sucks like here. And it sucks in China, too. But in Thailand, it's super fucking good. And in korea it's a it's pretty good it's it's good in korea I, I like it in korea i mean the mashed potatoes that they make here in the states are great but uh okay <laughs> i mean you said it sucks over here it does this is yeah. where it started it you can't suck it's the original but it but it does and i don't know why it's like debatable soggy and shitty but in in thailand it's like fucking crispy and delicious like they really mastered the recipe with the spices and herbs and stuff i remember they had pictures of the 11 herbs and spices like before they're mixed in like in the kfc we would go to in thailand and i thought it was like a secret but it's like there there's pictures of the herbs right there yeah i didn't think they started revealing that until just recently that it feels like uh they probably shouldn't have had that up there no they they, it was there yeah i don't know maybe they just misunderstood the marketing plan or something i don't know that could happen oh and they would also have like chili sauce like side by side with ketchup in thailand which is great because ketchup sucks ass and chili sauce is great so i really like that part it's like pumps right next to each other you can pump out some ketchup if you're into that or chili sauce Mm. anyway yeah so i would travel to the edges of the universe for for that version of kfc but anyway the the even the cover though of this book is like funny let me let me just open this up it was him the green lantern like kind of touching rings like flying as if i think they were saying something other, right? funny though right weren't they saying something funny i don't know i'll never pay any, any attention to the uh covers. yeah i don't either but i just i noticed this one Okay, so the the colonel, this it's a weird thing. So the colonel is like reaching for a bucket of chicken, and he's saying it's finger licking, and then the dash like he gets cut off by the Green Lantern shooting the the bucket with his with his ring, and him shouting never again. And I I don't really understand what's going on in this, but I guess like, <laughs> does he not want the chicken to be finger licking? Are the chicken is it that? Are they like? the chicken's licking fingers and like that's the issue or is he about did he just get cut off from finger licking good it seems more like green lantern wants to fight the colonel than like it's his buddy who he's helping out it does yeah it's very adversarial this cover and it's it's strange i don't know what he's saying never again to when he's like blasting this bucket of chicken and the colonel doesn't seem to approve of the blast because he has like his He's like shielding his eyes from the brightness of it. Um, yeah, weird cover, but they they're they're very much friends in the book throughout the book, even though it seems like they're gonna fight each other. Yeah, so this one was clearly 
marketing campaign issue yeah. number two. Because <laughs> uh, it, it, Colonel talks about how he had previously t- had to team up with uh, Hal Jordan and uh, Barry Allen, the Flash. He did, yeah. Um, so that must have been that crisis of infinite kernels. I we should, probably should have started I can't there. Wait for that one. I, but I, yeah, I don't know. It seemed familiar. Like I, for some reason, I remember the chicken version of the kernel. Really? I don't know why I would remember that. Yes. Did we read this before? The like Check that the one archives. before? Maybe we have. Tweet I don't us know. address HPT pod and let us know if yeah. we've read that before. It seems familiar, but maybe it's just like some goofy marketing thing from like Asia where they make like a manga about the kernel or something. Clearly, they're capable of doing that. Okay, so they're the colonel's like trying to spread his zinger sandwich to every edge of the universe to like, like make more money. I think he says it's like for hunger, but like, yeah, (laughs) he claims it's a noble thing where he's just trying to spread the love of the amazing chicken zinger. It's like this thinly veiled excuse for making a shitload of money. But yeah, because he, when he opens up the uh, first ever KFC on Akira with uh, Lafaris, he immediately is like, all right, I'm going to send, I'm going to go back to Earth and talk it over with my lawyers and we'll send you up the contracts. (laughs) Don't you worry. Yeah. We'll give you the training manual. You can open up your, you don't have to steal these sandwiches. You can like run a shitty fast food restaurant and make your own fucking sandwiches. Franchising options available all across the universe. Wow. Um, and also, like, what, what is that guy? Lar, Larflees? Larfayez? Larflees, I think. I don't know. Larflees, okay. But he's, like, talking about, like, he's the reason he's stealing all the sandwiches is because, like, he he's only satisfied for, like, a minute by eating fast food. <laughs> it's, like, describing, like, food addiction in, like, a really sad way. Like, that's what they say on, like, six My 600-Pound Life is, like, oh, yeah, I just, like, I'm just like depressed and like, I, I only feel happy like while I'm eating and then I'm done eating and like, then I feel sad again. So I just eat more. It's like, that's, that's his problem. That's why he's stealing all the zingers. I think it's more so because he's the orange ring bearer. And I think the orange one is greed, but also oh, it's because that, of the depression. Okay. okay. Got it. I would hope they would probably go in that direction as opposed to like, <laughs> actually try to explore this guy eating his depression away well they should have made him like 600 pounds like because he stole like i don't know how many zingers like it's gotta all be like them. infinite zingers. all of the universe's yeah. zingers he was how was he doing that too when they were like mid i don't know they were being transported and like all the uh green lanterns were protecting them or they claimed they were protecting them, but they clearly weren't watching the packages that closely. But he would just intercept these little, like, canisters similar to, like, the, at the banks when you put, like, the canister in the, like, pipe thing and it goes all around and shit. It was kind of like that. Like on Futurama, the bureaucratic yeah. hall or whatever. Yeah. Right. How right. was he magically, like, intercepting those and stealing all the zingers out of them and then still setting them on their way? In such a timely fashion that none of the Lantern Corps, like, noticed how long it was taken or how delayed they were and got suspicious. I, I don't know. He's he's a real mastermind. It's the heist of the century, I guess. It's a good plan, I guess. Like, if you can do that, like, I maybe mean, you can find other things that make you happy, too, instead of just chicken sandwiches. 
Just steal other stuff too. What else? Just steal some of the chicken sandwiches. What else in the universe is going to make you as happy as a chicken zinger from KFC would though? That's the real question. That's the real question. Maybe nothing. Exactly. That's why he has yeah. to steal every last zinger. Okay. I guess he figured it out. Like that Nashville hot chicken sandwich. That's not going to do it. No, I guess not. The honey golden golden... The honey golden gold honey mustard chicken sandwich. That one isn't going to do it or whatever the fuck it's called. Oh, the double down would do it though. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. You could do the, do you ever do the double down? I love the double down. I never actually tried it. Yeah. (laughs) I never actually tried it. It just seems like I'm going to like regret that. Oh yeah. It just seems like a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's the hardest that could never happen. (laughs) <laughs> i'm gonna i need to find a kfc and see if they still make those things i i can't remember what country i was in when it was like a thing um it must have been thailand or yeah, it must have been thailand actually so yeah they, they had a lot of crazy kfc stuff going down when i was there maybe it was korea i don't know but yeah the double down though i I never could never bring myself to do it just seems so greasy right like yeah the bun is just more Fried I mean, chicken. Yeah, it's just two pieces of chicken covering a bacon and cheese sandwich. Which is awesome. <laughs> no lettuce. But yeah, okay. So I, I looked around it for more fast food related comics and this this I'll, seems to be it. There's like some McDonald's stuff from the seventies, but I don't know, the seventies. I'm gonna go back that far. When they Remember Xbox, the original Xbox, they had cut that deal with Burger King and they made yeah. that trio of Burger King games with like Sneak King and the Burger King Racing and whatever the other one was. Yeah. Didn't they and also have believe- comic books for those? I didn't find any of those. No. Oh, okay. I, I typed Burger King. Well, maybe it's like under Sneak King or something. Maybe. That was one of the games. I mean, it was. Yeah. Then it was like a racing game as well. Yeah. It? I can't remember what the third one was so it clearly couldn't have been that great no yeah sneak king isn't in there i i, I don't know what else huh. i could search to fi- i could type king but that would take forever to i thought they through that i thought they had made comic book tie-ins with those but maybe not i thought for sure they would have i was going to bring it in today but no nothing i looked i checked wendy's and all those ones too wendy's doesn't have shit KFC is very unique to cut a deal with uh, DC Comics and have him officially in the DC universe. That's smart. Yeah, he is canon now. Yeah, it's canon. But yeah, it was a fun book. I I enjoyed it. I like the blatant like commercialism of it. It's very funny. Definitely worth checking out. Uh, the one note I had in this, yeah, was the squirrel-looking Green Lantern. He made a cool appearance. I never knew that that guy's name was just, I don't even know. I'm not even going to try to say it. It's just Badug. It's like oh, yeah. B apostrophe D G. Right. I didn't yeah. know. I never knew that thing had a name, but I always find it funny that there's a squirrel Green Lantern character. And it was yeah, cool to cool. see him. He's a big fan of Zingers. As as all the Lantern Corps and all the yeah. Planet OR. <laughs> yeah, they are. Well, anyway, I couldn't find reviews for this one, unfortunately, so that sucks. I couldn't believe that. But, um, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's five out of five. Yeah. Colonel Sanders gets his own Green Lantern ring. 
Oh yeah. And he has to help Hal Jordan fight LaFreeze. And Hal Jordan's like talking to Wop. He's like, oh, you gotta be really careful, Colonel. Stand behind me. Let me uh, handle this. Because he's one of my oldest enemies and stuff. And then Colonel just walks on up to him. And he's like, you stole my goddamn chicken zingers. And he punches him. And it's fucking on from there. Oh yeah, he's like, you owe me um, whatever this total is for this high number yeah. of money. Because he claimed that they he's were like all free samples that he was just giving out to the universe <laughs> to fill them all with joy and fulfillment. But really, he immediately did the math and like worked out the $13,000 tab that this guy had racked up. Yeah, he's he's all about the money for sure. He also like, so Green Lantern, you know, he like comes up with like creative shit to make his ring do. But like the Colonel, like all he thinks about is like, like the only things he makes is like a fork or like a drumstick or something. And I, I think that was the only two things he really created. Maybe a K- oh, is uh, his kfc training contract or whatever for franchises he could he could think of that he can only think of stuff related to the kfc restaurant has to be on brand i mean that's the world he knows yeah it is but yeah pretty good all right anyway um speaking of people who love fast food probably everybody in witches does right do they eat any zingers? I don't think they I did. I didn't see any chicken zingers in this book, but yeah, that would have been fucking amazing if they crossed that over too. Yeah. Oh, the colonel's here. See, He's going to help us see, with now, this witch problem. I thought the transition you were going to go with was the DC tie-in for Scott Snyder. No. The KFC the one works. sandwiches. Yeah. I'm like the colonel with the ring. I have, It's only going to be fried chicken related things that I come up with. So when the colonel- not capable of thinking of other things. So when the colonel made the drumstick so he could, like, smack LaFreeze upside the head with it, I mean, how much damage is that going to do? It's a drumstick of chicken. It's not, like, a club or a baseball bat that he was using. It's a big one, though, if it's I mean, crispy enough. Maybe yeah, it's crispy, it'll I suppose, scrape you. I suppose if it's just from your own imagination, you can make it dense and... Yeah, okay. Never mind. You'll get the grease all over your face. It's like, oh, no one... That's not gross. Pleasant. Yeah, this is gross. All right. Anyway, witches, pretty edgy book as as expected. It's a few things in there that are, that put the edge they say on cunt. Like the very first scene. They, they say, say cunt. cunt. They do say cunt, and they they have a. I only had like three notes that it was edgy with the kid like bashing his mom's face who was stuck in the tree, and it's like, oh, you're pledged. Sorry, I'm gonna bash you in the face, and you gotta go into the tree. It's like, okay, that's pretty edgy. Um, and then they're sitting in school, like the the main character, Sailor, is a school student. Um, do you know what grade she's in? Is she in high school? Some kind or, of high school, I, I think it must is. Must be high school, yeah. But um, she's she's like new in school, and like her classmate is like, watch out for that professor. He's a he's a dick, dick brusher, brusher who Fuck yeah. brushes his Episode dick title. on students if you stand to. Yeah, like <laughs> I've never heard this term before, but like, yeah, I mean. That's the kind of you know. teacher you were. <laughs> yeah, like I we I just didn't have a term for it back then. <laughs> we just didn't have a word for that behavior. <laughs> Nothing at all. <laughs> Dick pressure. <laughs> so just every time the students stand near him, he just like, you know, very like slyly and masterfully like brushes his his dick through his pants on on the the female students. <laughs> this dude is innovative and, and innovative as fuck. I just like 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was uh, I was astounded by this revelation. <laughs> I was like, wow, I didn't expect this. And to have a term for it, too, like, and just be so, like, flippant about it. It's, it's like, whoa, you guys are really used to this behavior. Yeah, it's so, easier to so just try to probably not investigate this guy at this point. <laughs> I know, yeah, it's like, that's horrifying. If that's like, the why would thing you... he's most known for. That's yeah. It's absolutely horrifying. You, you would really think those cops might want to look into that. him. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But yeah, I mean that was a uh, that was pretty good stuff right there. The the dick brusher. That's really all I got out of this book was dick brusher, and they say cunt once. I mean, besides those two things, what else do you need? <laughs> I Fuck. don't know. Like that's really all. Ten I needed. out of five that's, stars. Yeah, yeah. Five. That seals it. Five star. It does. Yeah. Stop reading there. That's that's the peak. The tick brusher. Wow. That's awesome. That's like, that's like just beyond creepy. And yeah, I can't believe they don't do something about that. <laughs> All right. Anyway, what else did you have about this? It talks about these things called hippogriffs, which are the backside of a horse with the front half of a vulture. I've never heard of those creatures, but it's not yeah, cool. Neither have I. Sound, yeah, I'm imagining they're gigantic if they're part horse. Yeah, they have that big horse stick. Oh yeah, that it's sweet sweet vulture head. <laughs> it's a brush of big stick horse up. dick brusher. <laughs> uh, dick brusher. <laughs> so so before they move, sailors getting bullied by this girl named Annie. Calls her by the nickname Sail Whore. <laughs> Oh yeah, sail like that horror. Word, that was, that was fucking funny. awesome. That was and then good. she's That's... also the one who calls her a cunt. So that girl yeah. is my favorite character. She is. She's like, all right, take the handle of that knife and fuck yourself, and I'm gonna take a video yeah. of it. Yeah, you this girl. F slur. <laughs> Jesus. Any any holds her at gunpoint in the woods and she tells her to strip and fuck herself with a fucking knife, and she's gonna videotape it and send it to everyone in school to distribute child so pornography. See what a whore you are. Yeah. Sail whore. Here, and then dude, it was with the handle of the knife, though, so it's not not like you know. Yeah, safety crap, first, but... safety first, obviously. Yeah, right. I, yeah, I had to reread that. Like, so you just like with just stab yourself in the pussy. It's oh, the handle. Okay, what a whore. But then she gets interrupted while she was making her do that by uh, these witches things, and they fucking pull her into a tree. And everyone starts thinking that Sailor killed this girl now. So, like, this first time she's meeting this classmate at her new school, a girl named Melinda. She's like, oh, hey, uh, she's the one who tells her about the dick brusher guy. And then immediately follows that up with, oh, by the way, didn't you kill that girl at your old school? And uh, Sailor is very disappointed and upset about this. And then the next day, they're at, like, swim team practice. And that girl's like, oh, yeah. hey, sorry, I didn't know how to how to talk to you or impress you. That We all know about the legend of you. You sound cool. I wanted to make a good first impression. Like, uh, I don't think that's the proper way to go about it, but good try, Melinda. And, like, uh, so you only read two issues, so I don't know if you got far enough where, like, Annie starts reappearing and appearing to yeah. Sailor, and she, like, scratches the shit out of her neck. She gets this yeah, like yeah. huge like lump growth thing, and it's got the uh, the blood work tests come back, and they think it's maybe like a tumor or something like that. 
but it comes back and it's got like the old cell structure of a, a an old ancient woman from like fucking centuries ago and uh, she's got it all bandaged up and they're at swim team practice and who the fuck is allowing sailor to still swim with that fucking gash of a wound on her fucking neck like that they immediately let her go in there they the the teacher's like hey stop not swimming and get the fuck in that pool and immediately the bandage falls off from the water and the blood just starts running everywhere in the pool which just ruins the school's pool for like a week because they're gonna have to like drain it all and refill it i mean like who the fuck was the idiot that thought this was an okay idea gross yeah it's I don't fucking know. disgusting yeah it's like don't swim with the big band like even just with the band-aid on like just don't swim with the band-aid it's yeah, just gonna end up off and so gross. I hate gross. that. No one Fuck wants to touch that. Pools. Yeah, it is gross. Band aids in there. Piss. Well, that's fine. Uh, dick brushers. <laughs> dick brushing and pain. Yeah, that's yeah. Like public pools are a good place for dick brushing, right? Like, oh yeah, you're yeah. In the wave pool or whatever, and you like, it's crowded. Like you're at the water park or something. Yeah, could do some dick brushing. That's where I do my best, best dick brushing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, they have this coastline in this city that they live in called the Here Coast. That's an odd name for a beach, I thought. Here. Yeah. It was weird. I kept getting super confused about who was what character in this. Who was... So, I finally had to just jot a note. Charles is the dad. Reggie. Reg is the uncle. Uh, Lucy's the mom and Sailor's the daughter. Uh, later yeah. on, Reggie... Finds so like Sailor keeps seeing Annie at school in the woods and she keeps having all these hallucinations about her. And she steals a school bus and just drives into the woods and she goes to call out like the witches. And uh Reggie's just riding his bike and he finds her and he goes to help her and he sees all the witches and he gets implanted into a tree. And later on Charles is uh Charles and Lucy show up at the uh area of the woods where they find the school bus and they're there with the cops they're all searching for sailor because she's missing now for a couple hours and while charles is walking into the woods he sees reggie sticking out of the tree and he's begging him for help and like he takes a giant boulder and he's about to like try to like smash the tree to pull him out but a cop's like hey man the fuck you doing he's like my brother's in there he's like uh that doesn't make sense go home you're hallucinating and then they immediately just start talking about Sailor. They never once bring up, like, oh, yeah, by the way, I think Reggie's in serious fucking trouble. Like, they don't bother trying to call him even. Like, if I saw my brother stuck in a tree somewhere, I don't think I would immediately just, like, move past it and, like, carry on with everything else. I would probably, like, try to double check on him, you know? Yeah. What else are you going to do, you know? Yeah, he's the, he's tree's, tree. he's the tree's brother now. Yeah, it's in the tree now. When am I going to bash this tree some more with a rock? It's at the very beginning of issue four. Sailor's still missing. And for some reason, the mom is like, hey, we've been reading her diary. And they put diary in quotation marks. Which I didn't understand the use of quotation marks there. It's clearly a physical fucking book that you have in your hand. And you know it's yeah. a real thing. Like, you don't need to quote it. It's It's not like a... A fake diary. You know it is. You have it right there. Poor use of diary. quotation marks. 
let's record this podcast. This microphone. Yeah. But they said cunt and uh dick brusher, so that alone. Twelve yeah. out of five stars for goddamn sure. Best book ever. That's true. Yeah, it was very I did really love those parts. Oh, Better than Dark Knight Metal. One other th- yeah, so speaking of Dark Knight Metal, uh I think it's the second time that Annie shows up to haunt Sailor. She's outside of the swim team practice right before she jumps in there and like her bandage soaks out and she bleeds everywhere in the pool. But right before that, she's hallucinating and she sees Annie in the woods. And uh, she looks exactly like the Goblin King Robin from the Dark Knight Metal books. So uh, oh. I think that's where yeah. he got the visual uh, influence from it for yeah, that Robin sense. character from. Hmm. Great book. Yep. It honestly, it honestly wasn't that bad. I I wish I would have finished it, but I just ran out of time. No, it wasn't terrible. I didn't hate it. I'm interested in it. I'll keep reading yeah. it next week. Oh, okay. Witches no, Volume no. Two. <laughs> well, what do you want to do for next week then? So on the website, it's just called Axe Judgment Day, but it's Avengers versus X Men versus uh, Eternals. Oh, okay. Sounds cool. Okay, so uh, I was I was looking for like a Sonic meets Archie book or something, um, or see who he met. But I found this book, Sonichu. Um, and this Wait, is like Sonic a Pikachu? Yes. This this book is written by like a legit crazy person. Uh, and it's, you know, by no means an official comic book. So I don't know, just read issue one, but yeah, it should be funny. I, th- I think we're gonna have some good stuff. I've heard of I've heard of this book before, and I'm surprised to see it on here because it's like this this guy who wrote it is it's just like people on the internet just like make fun of him a lot and like because he's he's like autistic or something but um let's let's see this work of art he's created it's like this guy like writes himself into this like sonic uh mixed with pikachu like world or whatever and uh does a lot of weird stuff so let's check it out sonichu cool yeah this will be an interesting one if i was writing comics i'd write myself into a mall too i would too probably. Oh well, I, okay. So, are you going to write a comic about Sonic the Hedgehog, though? No. Then you're not autistic, I guess. So, no, you're not autistic. But I am going to combine Pikachu with the character I am writing about. Okay, Wolverine Chu. So like Wolverine Chu. Wolverine Chu, and I'm his best friend. <laughs> and okay, we cool. frolic in grass together a lot. I I skimmed through this, and um, Sonichu refers to the dude who wrote this as father. So that's pretty funny. That's fun. <laughs> father. He calls him father too. Like not, not dad. Well, no, maybe he's doing it as in like the Holy father. Like as, oh, maybe. Uh, I always used to refer to myself as the God. Maybe okay, it's just that the makes father. Sense, then. Right, or a cult like thing. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. This. All right. This dude checks out. Yeah. Okay. I'm on board now again. All right. So again, I mean, just, you know, issue one more if you want, but let's just see what's going on here. How many are there? I think there's like, oh, fuck. I can't remember now. Um, Like more than one volumes worth? Uh, yes. Oh. But, oh, actually, there's only seven issues. 
Um, I thought there was more, but I guess it went, I, I don't know. I don't know what the story is. So if the way I've heard about it, it sounds like there's a lot, but eh, okay. Maybe not. So maybe they just have the one volume. How did this guy get the licensing? Oh no, 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 no. He doesn't have any of that. No, no, no. This Wait, so it's not, not actually not like thing. Pikachu. It's like a weird, like <laughs> off no, brand version. <laughs> it's Pikachu. He's just, he's using Sonic and Pikachu, but he's definitely not paying for licensing. This is like a fan comic thing, I guess. And it's on this website somehow? Yes, that's what that's what's very weird about the it's gonna be interesting. So I'm I'm excited about this huh. one. This is gonna be probably the most interesting book we've ever read. I'm very intrigued. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh it doesn't look professional. Um when you see it, you'll see what I mean. But yeah, it's it's exciting. It's gonna be good. Can't wait. And and those books and the penultimate Nightman episode. Yeah, Nightman penultimate episode. Coming coming to finally getting to the end of night, man. Alright, well join us next week for that, and in the meantime, follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. I'm at Dstu the God. Follow us at Giraffes HPT Pod on Facebook and Twitter, SoundCloud.com slash DJ Von Mir for the music, and Patreon.com slash giraffes have black tongues. See you next week. Bye. Everyone I've heard from who's played it says it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun, yeah. Um, they're right about that. I'm uh playing the Last of Us online multiplayer shit nonstop the past couple of days. Really? Yeah. Okay. What is that about? It's every fucking basic shooter game where you just your team versus oh. the other team, kill them all. It's terrible. But there's a bunch okay. of shitty trophies that I'm just trying to finish off real quick in it. Oh, I see. Okay. They're like map-specific ones, so I just keep having to randomly play games and hope the assholes will vote for the right map with me. Oh, those dicks. I know. I got two left. And then nice. there's also, like, when you first... So, I looked at my achievement trophy list on this thing. I started this online game seven years ago, I guess, when I first bought the game from uh, the marketplace I guess Oh, and I don't remember which team I picked at that point in time obviously but there is a trophy for both of them if you can make it through 12 weeks of the online faction thing and if you can you get a cool little fucking bonus trophy for those so I'm currently on the start of week 8 so I'm actually close I I just don't remember if I'm a firefly or whatever the other team is but then I after I finish that, I have to try another 12 weeks as the other team to get that one. This is really, uh, it's really a commitment for those trophies. Yeah, I think I'll probably take another seven-year break in the middle of it, though. Oh, okay, fair. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, like, write down what team you were on or something. <laughs>
Like, so whichever trophy I get, I'll just be like, I better make sure to pick the opposite. Right, yeah. Did you see last night's episode, speaking of? Oh, no, I haven't. Oh, dude. Yeah, Longmire character up. makes an appearance. How gay is he? Sadly, not at all. He's married to a woman. Uh, uh, they seem loving. But fucking this- Malachi Strand... Malachi Strand makes a fucking cool ass little like three minute cameo on Last of Us, which is awesome. Oh, we need cool. we need more Longmire crossover in this show. Yeah, I'd be a fan of it. I mean, I was a fan of the Parks and Rec crossover, though. I'd like to see more of those characters show up and get gay. Wait, which? Oh, yeah, yeah, Nick Offerman. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I forgot which character had showed up. Yeah, that guy. Or White Lotus characters they could show up to. That'd or be funny. Sin City characters. Sin City? Which one was a Sin City character? Nick Offerman was in Sin City for a second. Was he? I yeah. don't remember that. Huh. What? He was in another comic book thing, wasn't he? Probably. I think he was like doing something. Maybe he was in... Um, it couldn't have been Umbrella Academy. I somehow feel like he did something with Hazel and Cha-Cha, but it could be wrong. I don't know. I'm not remembering it if it was. No. Never mind then. Oh yeah, did you see the Ant-Man movie? No, I heard it wasn't great. Modoc. Oh, Modoc. Oh, hope it's voiced by Patton Oswalt. No, it's voiced by Ephraim Goodweather from The Strain. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Better than, uh, Pat and Oswald. Yep. Step in the right direction. I'll I'll check it out whenever it gets to Disney Plus if my stepdad is still using that when that happens. And you're gonna have six months to wait, probably. It's usually not that long. It's usually like a maybe two months, sometimes shorter. I think the Wakanda one was kinda long. Cause that movie came out in like November, I think, and ended up on Disney Plus in like February first this month, yeah, the first this month, which I watched that one. That one was like pretty so-so. What? How'd you? You didn't like Namor? I don't know. It's like it's the first X-Man to make an appearance in the MCU. That's yeah, that's cool. 